Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to the Karma You podcast. This is your host, Chloe Brotheridge. I'm a coach, a hypnotherapist, and I'm the author of The Anxiety Solution and Brave New Girl. And this podcast is all about helping you to become your calmest, happiest, and most confident self. This episode of the Karma You podcast is sponsored by Wild Nutrition. Wild Nutrition are the experts in women's nutritional health, providing naturally sourced, food-grown supplements formulated by women for women and backed by over 50 scientific studies. One supplement that I often recommend my clients is ashwagandha and Wild Nutrition have an incredible high quality product called KSM 66 Ashwagandha Plus. Ashwagandha supports mental well-being and promotes resilience against the demands of everyday busy lives, helping you find calm in the chaos and it's scientifically proven to reduce stress and anxiety levels. Combined with food-grown magnesium, KSM 66 Ashwagandha Plus is a product that helps support mental function and maintaining a positive outlook. As experts in women's nutritional health, Wild Nutrition offers a great 60-second quiz or a 15-minute free consultation with their trained nutritional therapists over Zoom or phone call for any woman seeking guidance on what to take and how to improve her health. And you can use my code KARMAU for £10 off your first order on wildnutrition.com. That's KARMAU, C-A-L-M-E-R-Y-O-U, all in capitals and all one word, for £10 off your first order on wildnutrition.com. So hello, folks. Hope you're doing well today. Hope you're well and happy wherever you are, wherever you're listening to this. I am going to talk about how to develop a growth mindset, why this is important, the different facets of a growth mindset and a little bit of my own journey with it as well because it has not, I didn't start off with a growth mindset, that's for sure. So yeah, if you're somebody that wants to make change, maybe you don't believe change is possible for you. If you see yourself as being on a path of personal growth and personal development, then this is the podcast for you. And before we get into it, I'd love you to come and visit me on my website karmau.com. I have all of these podcasts there, over 200 podcasts, loads of blog posts, loads of free resources. I'm often doing workshops 
live that you can get involved in. I've got a free workbook there on the homepage that you can sign up for. I send out a weekly newsletter where I'm sharing my own journey with things, things that I'm learning, things that I'm discovering that I want to share with you and practical tools and ideas on being a, a happier and calmer and more confident version of yourself. So let's get into the episode and, and talk about that. So all of us are capable of change. This was something that took me a long time to to realize myself. I think it was only it was only really when I got into hypnotherapy and discovered that I could change because the hypnotherapy was one of the things that worked for me where other things hadn't. Prior to that point, I kind of told myself things like, I'm just an anxious person. There's not much I can do about it. You know, change is for other people. That's, you know, for those gullible people, those gullible people will change. But me, I'm just kind of like an impenetrable, you know, fortress of a human being that is not capable of change. And thankfully, that was not the case. And I know that that is not the case for any of us. Because we are all changing all the time, whether we realize it or not. Change is happening in every single cell of your body and in all of your neurons. They are constantly changing and rewiring depending on what we hear. So just listening to this podcast is already starting to change your brain and what we do and what we learn and what we focus on. So you might have heard of this concept of neuroplasticity, which actually scientists only really discovered in like the 80s or 90s was a thing. They used to think that your brain was kind of fixed and if you, you know, the structure of your brain doesn't change much throughout your life, but they realize that actually your brain is changing all the time and new newer connections are being formed and old ones are fading away depending on what you do and learn and think about. So that means that your skills, your abilities and the way that you think are all changeable. They are all something that we can influence through what we do, what we hear, what we focus on, what we imagine. You know, in hypnotherapy, I'm often really helping people to change the wiring of their brains by getting them to think about themselves in a different way, getting them to think about the world in a different way. And in hypnotherapy, we get into a very receptive state whereby we're very open to positive suggestions and we're very able to use our imagination in a powerful way to start to think about ourselves as calm and confident people for example as people who are resourceful and strong and capable and people that can do the things that we want to do so that's one way that we can start to change our neurology and change our minds but i'm going to talk you through the different kind of facets of a growth mindset and how we can start to tune into it more. And the term, you know, growth mindset came from Carol Dweck. You may have heard of her before. She was a professor of psychology at Stanford and she, you know, did a lot of work on the on the growth mindset. And a growth mindset essentially is knowing that with effort and attention, we can learn, improve and get better. So it's a vital component for change, having a growth mindset. Because if you don't believe that you can get better, if you think, I'm just an anxious person, there's nothing much I can do about it, or I'm no good at public speaking, and so there's no point in even trying, I'm not going to go for that promotion because I'm never going to get better at it, that mindset is literally the thing that is going to stop you from changing. It's this mindset that needs to, to shift. And once that shifts, if you believe that you can change and learn and grow, 
that opens up a whole world of possibilities for you in a way that you don't have access to if you have a fixed mindset. So the truth is that for almost every skill, we can improve and we can learn with attention, practice and effort. And that's not to say that you could suddenly become the next 100 meter champion runner <laughs> or the most confident person in the world going from a person that's very shy and, shy and um, anxious. But it's this idea that actually we can all make progress. You know, and that's often what I'm talking about in my work. I think it is helpful just to remember that we can all make progress. It doesn't mean that we're going to become a different person, but we can we can all go further along that path and develop and change in ways that are helpful for us. So there's a there are a few steps to consider when it comes to developing a growth mindset. And the first one is to embrace challenges. This means embracing challenges head on, knowing that challenges, that bumps in the road, that things going wrong are a normal part of life. They do not mean that you're not good enough. They don't mean that you're on the wrong path, that you should, you should give up. They are not some kind of sign that you're, yeah, that you shouldn't be doing what you're doing. They're actually just a really normal part of being human. Challenges are going to come up. You're going to fail. You're going to experience setbacks and criticism. Knowing that that's all a part of the process is going to help you to move forwards and to continue learning and growing and changing. So instead of shying away from difficult circumstances or difficult situations, can you instead view them as a stepping stone towards things getting better, towards more learning, more understanding, and towards getting better? And from my own experience, you know, this is something that I have to say that I struggle with because I am someone who has a kind of a sneaky belief <laughs> that I should just be good at things in the first instance. And I know a lot of people with a high functioning anxiety have this as well. There's this almost belief that, you know, if I'm not good at it straight away, then I'm never going to, you know, there's something wrong with me. I should give up. I'm never going to get better. There's no point. That sort of thing. Those are the sorts of thoughts that come up for me. And so this is something that I really have to pay attention to, to know that if it's challenging, that's okay, to know that that's normal and it doesn't mean that I should give up, it doesn't mean that I shouldn't be doing it, it doesn't mean that I'm not enough. It's just a sign that some of those things are challenging and, and that's so human and so normal. And I remember when I was learning Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I'm hoping to get back into this. I'm looking for a local class here in Lancashire. So if anyone knows of one, let me know. But in Jiu-Jitsu, there's a lot of falling over. There's a lot of discomfort, sweaty, sort of rolling around on the floor with, with someone. And it's hard and it's challenging and it's messy. And there was a huge part of me that really wanted to shy away from that. But learning to embrace that, learning to embrace the challenge, learning to embrace the falling over you know, taught me so much about life and about, you know, this mindset, this this growth mindset that I'm, you know, on a path, just like you, to growing and developing myself. So this podcast is sponsored by my hypnotherapy collection. Now, I first discovered hypnotherapy about 12 years ago, and it was actually via hypnotherapy recordings that I first discovered what a powerful tool this is. 
I remember being quite skeptical before I started listening. I, I didn't really think anything was going to work for me. And yet I was feeling a bit desperate, very anxious, very low in self-confidence. And I thought I've got nothing to lose. I'm going to give these hypnotherapy recordings a try. And something strange happened. Normally I'd get in the shower in the morning and my inner critic would already be at it, chattering away with this negative self-talk and having basically negative thoughts about the day ahead. Only after listening to these recordings for about two weeks, I noticed that my mind was calmer and I was actually looking forward to the day and I was able to be really present in the shower, focusing on the smell of the shampoo and the feeling of the water on my skin. And this was a revelation to me. It really did unlock this sense of possibility that actually change was possible. Now, I've created a hypnotherapy collection, which is 12 of my most powerful hypnotherapy recordings designed to help you to be your calmest, happiest and most confident self. And you can save 20% when you use the code podcast. That's podcast all in capitals over on my website, karma-u.com forward slash collection. And there's no risk at all. You can try these recordings for 14 days. And if they're not for you, email us for a no questions asked refund. So head over to karma-u.com forward slash collection. Use the code podcast to save 20% on the hypnotherapy collection. So the next one is all about learning from criticism. So it's normal and human to find criticism painful, uncomfortable. Some of us are very sensitive to criticism. And it literally, you know, I talked about this in another podcast, but emotional pain and physical pain your brain processes it in the same way. So emotional pain and physical pain, your brain experiences that in the same part of the brain, whether it's emotional or physical, it's still pain. And so criticism can be very painful. And yet our mindset around criticism has the potential to be you know, really helpful for us. If we can embrace criticism as something that is a useful signpost towards helping us to learn and grow and get better. You know, if we can have this sense that every bit of criticism, and I'm not, actually, not every bit of criticism, excuse me, some bits of criticism are not helpful. If someone is commenting on your appearance on Instagram, saying something nasty, if it's something, you know, a personal comment that, you know, isn't helpful, then we we don't want to regard those. We can disregard those. What I'm talking about in terms of criticism is maybe it's your partner pointing out something out, something that you could be doing better in the relationship. Maybe it's your boss or a colleague or a good friend of yours and they are coming from a good place. It's constructive criticism. And this is the sort of criticism that we want to be learning to embrace, learning to welcome and saying, actually, I'm not perfect and that's okay. I can use this information to help me to be better. I have to say, for me, just saying that out loud, I think part of the reason that for me personally, criticism can be hard is because I have this expectation that I should be perfect, (laughs) that I shouldn't be making mistakes and that I should keep other people happy all the time. And of course, that is not feasible or reasonable. It's a very unreasonable expectation to have on myself. So for me, it's about, you know, really trying to step back and say, actually, this is a useful piece of information that I can use. Aidan's pointed out something that he <laughs> finds challenging with my behavior and I can change this and it will have a positive impact on the, the relationship. So instead of 
deflecting criticism or getting defensive, whereby you go on the attack and start to point out the other person's flaws and the things that they're doing wrong. Um, I'm laughing just because, you know, it's it resonates with me, that, that approach, although I have made massive improvements in this area. Really being open to welcoming the criticism, listening, noticing what feelings are coming up for you and, you know, allowing those feelings to be there, maybe painful. You may feel, you know, one thing that I quite often notice with criticism, like I literally, it feels very, I feel like I want to escape and I feel like I want to, yeah, deflect or go on the attack. But there's something about really like breathing into that, being able to receive that and listen and then going away and reflecting on that before you come back with a reaction, really sitting with it, reflecting, and then you can have a response. And you can decide whether it's something that you you agree with or not, or whether that is useful, constructive criticism for you or not. So number three is all about celebrating the success of others. So when we're developing a growth mindset, the success of others gets to be a source of inspiration instead of jealousy or insecurity. I want to just caveat this by saying, again, (laughs) it's very normal to feel insecure and jealous and not good enough. We are human after all. However, this is the mindset that we want to try to be aiming towards. This mindset of, you know, if that thing is possible for that other person, you know, perhaps it's possible for me as well. If someone else has been able to create that you know, family, have that home, start that business, reach that fitness goal, be great at speaking on stage. If someone else has been able to do those things, you know, it is at least in theory possible for you as well. And so if we can really harness, you know, what other people are doing as inspiration for, you know, our own path, if we can think to ourselves, actually, that's possible. And maybe that's possible for me as well then we can turn it into something really positive. And it allows us to tap into more and more of this growth mindset when we do that. So notice what you're saying to yourself when it comes to this. Notice if you're going into comparison and telling yourself that you're not good enough when you notice someone else doing what you want to do. And can you instead say to yourself, you know, it's possible for them and maybe it's possible for me too. And allowing yourself to feel excited about the possibilities that exist. And I often think that when we're experiencing jealousy or envy or we're in comparison and we're noticing other people doing, you know, doing or having or being the things that we want, it's showing us what's important to us. It's showing you, you know, actually, yeah, I really do want a family. Actually, yeah, I really do wish I could, you know, have more success in my business, whatever it might be, you know, allow that feeling, that feeling that is highlighting what's really important to you to be a source of inspiration and motivation for you. Number four is all about cultivating perseverance. So that just means not giving up, not giving up, continuing to try so much of success, I often think, in whatever area of your life that may be, whether that's your personal growth, whether that's work, relationships, anything, is about not giving up. Because as soon as we give up, that's an automatic fail. And having this sense that we're just going to keep trying until we get to where we want to go. We're just going to keep showing up. We're going to keep doing our best. We're going to keep showing up with that same energy, with that perseverance. You know, that is going to help us to create the change that we want to in our lives. 
And it's such an important part of the growth mindset because, you know, some of the things I mentioned already, you know, we're going to fail, we're going to experience criticism, we're going to have setbacks, and there are going to be challenges that come along the way. And having this sense that we continue to move forwards, so that we continue to give things a try, that we continue to try our best and knowing that that's enough. And being able to be kind to yourself in the process is really key as well. It's often said that self-compassion is like a, a cushion against failure. If we can treat ourselves as we would a friend, if we can speak to ourselves kindly, give ourselves encouragement, then that will make it so much easier to try again when we do experience those inevitable setbacks and challenges. And that brings me on to the next one, which is positive self-talk. I guess we maybe we could talk about a whole podcast of, of positive self-talk, but as soon as you're saying to yourself, I can't do this, I'm not enough, that is, you're just blocking yourself from being able to, to move forwards. And the way that you speak to yourself is one of the most important things in your life. Your relationship with yourself is literally has the power to, to, to change so much or hold you back so much. And so if there's one thing you're getting from this episode, it is to, to cultivate positive self-talk, to learn to be mindful, to really listen to way that, the way that you're speaking to yourself and consciously bringing your mind back to speaking to yourself as you would a friend. You know, continue to remind yourself of that every single day. So instead of you telling, telling yourself, I can't do this, it's instead saying to yourself, yeah, I can't do this yet, but with time and effort, I can learn and I can improve. And that is really the essence of a growth mindset and the way that we can speak to ourselves more positively to, to cultivate that. Lastly, it's all about continuous learning. Thinking of yourself as a lifelong learner, a lifelong student, being able to embrace a beginner's mindset, to know that we all start off as beginners in whatever area of life that is, whether you're embarking on a new job, a new career, you're learning a language, you're learning a musical instrument, you're getting back into dating after a divorce, having this attitude of knowing that it's okay to be a beginner knowing that we are all learning all the time and it's important to have this attitude of curiosity. You know, I wonder what will happen. I wonder where this path will lead me and being really open-minded about this journey of learning. You're never going to reach a point where you're done, where you're complete, where you're finished, where that learning ends. And so, you know, embracing this mindset of being a lifelong learner is so, so key. So I'd love to know what you think about this. Do you have a growth mindset already? Is it something that you're moving towards? Is it something you'd like to cultivate more? I'd love to know which of these ideas resonated with you the most. Come and find me over on Instagram. I'm at Chloe Brotheridge. And I would absolutely love to hear from you. It honestly makes my day to get your DMs saying that you're listening to the, the podcast. So please do come and say hello over on Instagram. And you can also find me over on karmau.com where I'm sharing all the podcasts, blog posts, free resources and my weekly newsletter. You can sign up for that there as well. So hope you have a great week ahead. Sending you loads of love and I'll speak to you soon. Bye. 
You have been listening to the Karma You podcast with me, Chloe Brotheridge. Don't forget you can download loads of freebies for anxiety and confidence at my website, karmayou.com. You can also find out about my app and my one-on-one sessions. Please do subscribe to this podcast in the Apple Podcast app. And if you have enjoyed it or found it helpful, please leave me a review. It makes a massive difference to helping the podcast get discovered by other people. And come on over and find me on Instagram. I'm hanging out there every day. You can find me at Chloe Brotheridge. Let me know what you thought of this episode. And please do share it with anyone who might need to hear this today. So I'm sending you loads of love and I hope you have a brilliant week ahead. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.